0: Awesome. I'm not going to take very long, just a few minutes, to say that if you haven't associated the whole idea of letting go with forgiveness, then maybe um, we have to tell you that um, we can hold on to so many things. Think that things that seem good and things that are not so good, but for whatever reason we feel that there's some benefit in holding on. And um, you know, we just want to make sure that tonight you understand that that we're talking about. Forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is something we all um, come face to face with, whether we like it or not. We have to decide in situations whether we're going to forgive. And I don't know whether the slide's just been on um, because I don't know where it is in the set, but it's about it's that it's one of the hardest things to do because you can tell somebody else, oh, just forgive, but when it's you and when it's happened to you, the last thing we we want to do. Is forgive. Um, I remember many years ago, my brother used to, in the Sunday school that we had at that time, you know, we were into Sunday schools and, and whatnot, he used to use a whole bunch of um, uh, Jungle Doctor, it was called Jungle Doctor book stories, and it was around stories just about jungle animals, and um, there was a particular story about how to catch and kill a monkey, Forget the bit about killing it. Just how to catch a monkey. And basically what you did, you drilled a hole into a tree and you would put uh, into that hole some wonderful nuts and honey, and then waited. And the inquisitive monkey would come along. He would put his hand in the hole. He would reach the nuts and the honey, but realize when he grabbed it, the hole wasn't big enough to pull it out of the hole, and you know, in his attempt to fight to get out, the hunter would come and would grab him and capture him, and that was the end of him. Now, it sounds awful, it's a, a very tragic end, unless the hunter was just going to set him free for whatever reason. But the story was always, you know, be careful because the very thing that you will not let go of could actually be re- the result of your demise or your capture or your death. Now, none of us want to think of those things. We think it's all too serious. No, life isn't like that. I promise you, it is. And there are many people who are held in captive and are in chains because the thing that they thought that was going to bring them life, they put their hand into the hole for the nuts and for the honey, But ultimately, because they wouldn't let go of it, it actually created the thing that brought them into captivity. And the point is, do we prefer to hold on and keep what we think is going to give us something or do we want freedom? Now, it's all so easy to say that we want freedom, but actually the freedom is often the cost of letting something go. And that's not... Oh, it's so easy. Now, the next clip you're going to see, it's a long one. And uh, what we try to do here, we, we want to speak it in everybody's language. We want to get over a point in a language that you understand. And this is a clip from the, the Big Bang Theory, which is a, it's quite funny and it's quite long. But I hope you'll, you'll get it because when one person is very upset that they've been offended and they've been told to let it go... Until finally they see that something's been done against them and then it's not so easy. So come on, I hope you're with us tonight because I I really want to live a life that is about letting things go. I want to travel like like, um, Beth said at the beginning, but often we carry so much baggage, don't we? So let's watch this. Thank you.
1: I hope that in the next few minutes, as well as what you've heard tonight, that you will genuinely have something that might help change your life. You can go many places for a good night out. What we're trying to do each week is hopefully give you a good time, but give you some life transforming truth. And the next five minutes, that's all it's going to be. I'm going to share something with you that has genuinely, genuinely transformed my life. Um, we believe in this place and have walked the journey to discovering an ungodlike God. And if you look at history and you look at what is typical, you will find that gods normally fit into the thinking that they are angry, they are mad with us, they need to be appeased, and only sacrifice and blood is going to somehow make us okay and acceptable to them. Now, nothing short of that's going to do. Now, weirdly, the conventional God that Christianity has had has been even more confusing, arguably more sinister because he's also been this God where we're told God is love. So on the one hand, he has to um, loves us enough to send Jesus, but Jesus has to be brutally killed in order to make us truly lovable. And that, for me, stopped hanging together true in recent years, because I thought, that doesn't quite work for me. Am I loved in this moment, or should I be quaking in my boots and somehow thinking, oh my goodness me, I've got it wrong, and I better fix it. How do I know where I stand in, with this God? Um, now the pretty packaging of religion has made this mixed message seems very acceptable and actually quite palatable, but it also made the message very tiny, so it included some things, and some people, some of the time, if we can just work out what the small print is, to get in and then keep us in. Now we hear that God has forgiven us, yet at the same time we are told that our debt is paid as Jesus was punished for our sins. Which is it? Am I forgiven? or has my debt been paid? Because when I pay off my credit card, I haven't been forgiven of that debt. My debt has been paid. So have I been forgiven, or has my debt been paid? I wanna know which it is. And the wonderful truth we have come to, which is phenomenal, is that forgiveness really is that. It really is that incredible. It really, really is that amazing. Now, it's counterculture. It's counterculture. And it, it, that's what the revolution is of the message of the way of Jesus. It doesn't fit with ordinary thinking. It just doesn't. And that song um, that was just sung beautifully was inspired by that story that Matthew West, the songwriter, told about that woman. And um, I turned to my husband at that point and said, oh, I'm not sure I... Could do that. I would want to be able to do that. But boy, my goodness me, that woman, what she did, that is counterculture. There's not, that's inspired. That she's tapped into something else. Now, Christ following in the beautiful gospel that we talk about, it really is not for the faint hearted. It takes Courage. It takes courage and it takes strength. And I would like to see a church rise in this place that shows courage and that shows strength for the real deal in life, the real deal. Now, Jesus says, love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you, forgive your brother 70 times seven. That is tough stuff. It means drowning out the noise of all those injustices we feel so powerfully and that can be incredibly real. Now, would he ask us to do that yet not do that himself? I don't think so. I think that's how he is with us because that is how he asks us to be and that's integrity. And the remarkable, powerful, stunning truth is that forgiveness is present for the apologies we don't give and for the ones that we don't get. That is enormous. Forgiveness is here for the apologies we don't give and the apologies we don't get. That is massive. Now here's the killer question for me tonight. Can we worship like this? That is worship. That is worship. It's not singing, although it might be singing, you could include it. That is worship. Can we worship and respond like that? Or when the music stops playing and the real mood of my life hits, am I left with all the brokenness and bitterness in my heart? Can I worship like that? That is the worship I want to give. That is the worship I want my life to be. Now, why bother with this type of forgiveness, because it just sounds too hard. It sounds like I won't get the treatment I believe I should get. Most likely, probably, yes. Um, but if we live in a world where payment is demanded for every wrongdoing, we go round in a perpetual cycling of work, cycle of working out how to right the wrongs that we see. I could list the ways I have been wronged by people. I could list them. I could also list the ways I have wronged people. I could list those too. And when I make those lists and I have those lists in front of me, what would clear either list in terms of a payment? What would, what would be big enough to do that job? Some things I can work hard to make amends for and do. Others are broken beyond repair for now and I might never undo the damage in this lifetime because I can't make others forgive me. I can't do that. I can't do that. And we wrestle with forgiving a wrong done to us, forgiving a wrong done by us, forgiving a wrong done to someone whom we cherish. And then there, are, there is the big A. We struggle to forgive where there is absolutely no acknowledgement from the other person of the wrongdoing, John. That's a hard one. They're all hard, but that's particularly hard. Can I just grab that drink for a sec? Okay, we're nearly done. Now, break down the word forgive for a second. You have got the word for, and you have got the word give. And I want you to think right now of the things that you are struggling to let go of. And I want to ask you one question, really. That person who may have no clue of the damage done to you, can you be for something in their life? Can you think, I'm gonna just be for them? Can we give something, however small a step, in order in the first instance to free ourselves? from the way it's twisting up our insides? Can we be for a change in that person, for the lightness that Beth talked about? And do you know what? I think we can, and I wanna be someone who can. And can we give a, even just a moment of time, even right now, to understand that we each have a story that sometimes plays out destructively We each have that story, we each have that story, and I think we can, and the reason why I think we can is that we are made in the image of this love. We're made in its image. We're made of that stuff, and that stuff can do that, and we are made of it. We are actually not separate from it. We are absolutely part of the divine, and we have that in us. Now, I'm not for a single second belittling anything because I have had to learn this the hard way. I have been the person. I still sometimes am the person who puts my hand like the monkey into a jar, and can't, you can't get it out because you think, I'm not letting this go. I have been that person. But we will get stuck. And You get stuck grasping for a fairness that you then can't take away. You just can't take it away. And you are in danger of being captive. You get into obsessive behaviors, addictive behaviors. It's not freedom. And it was for freedom that we were set free. Now, Jesus did show us something on the cross that gives great hope for reconciliation within these things for all of us. And that is that he showed us a covenant. He showed us a promise that things can be overcome, even the things that kill us. Even the things that kill us can be overcome if we let go of the things we need now for the things we need to stay free. And I I promise you, I don't believe this because I've been told it. I believe it because I have lived it and I will still live it because that is what I want my worship to be. So we're going to have a moment tonight and we're just going to have a moment right now before we do the final song to think, can we let it go? Can we drop the pen? Have the aha moment. Can we let it go? Can we do that? Or is our church attendance and our faith going to be something that we perform but don't live or can we do it and the words in that song was I want to finally set it free show me how to see what your mercy sees help me now to give what you gave to me forgiveness so just for 10 seconds let just let that play in your mind now I want to finally set it free Is that you? Show me how to see what your mercy sees. Help me now to give what you gave to me, forgiveness. Our prayer tonight is that that could become how you worship. We know the pain, we know the difficulty, but we also know that this is your way of freedom. And tonight, let it go let it go. And as this last song is going to tell you, we're going to live as ones who've been forgiven. And out of that forgiveness, we're going to draw from that pot and be able to find the strength of the divine love that rests in us to let some of this stuff go so we live free and truly, truly worship. Thank you. Let's have the last song and thank you. That's all.